0: Hello, welcome to another episode of Mark and Zach, the Outsiders podcast show, where we talk about life, we talk about uh, our emotions, and we uh, we look at we look at challenges we've faced over the years. Uh, my name is Zach, and uh, I am, as ever, joined by my colleague and friend and cohort, Partner in Crime, Mark. Hello, Mark.
1: Hello, Zach. How you doing?
0: Very good. Very good. Good to be back for another one. Um, and uh this last week has been been a momentous occasion for your good self. You've celebrated another birthday, but we won't say Ooh, what I age.
1: Have. We won't. We
0: won't. We won't. Twenty one again. Needless
1: to say, I'm no longer twenty one,
0: unfortunately. No longer. <laughs> no longer can't you can't carry that card anymore. It's um <laughs> you never you don't get asked for your ID when you buy a drink anymore. That's that's what's depressing. That's
1: one thing for sure that's one thing yeah absolutely for sure on that score yeah yeah i don't i don't feel the nerves or the anxiety when i go into a shop and ask for a certain product or something and someone looks me up and down and they just give it (laughs) a hand it over and gratefully collect the cash. i think
0: these days they just they just want your money i was actually asked quite a, a few years ago i was about 30 and somebody asked me to show my id and i said to her are you serious and she said, "No, I'm just joking." And I thought that was even crueler. Than, <laughs> <laughs> that was a really cruel trick to play. Anyway, so uh, this week going to be talking about um, living another year and getting getting any wiser. And Mark, you um, you had a bit of an experience. You went out into the, uh, the wild night of Birmingham.
1: I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go. I wouldn't build up listeners' hopes with. I mean, nothing really radical happened. Um, I had a very nice day. Um, I got a lot of my colleagues together, and we went out and had a really nice uh, lunch in Chinatown in Birmingham, which was which was which was good fun. And um, with well, some of us, went for a few drinks afterwards. So it was a kind of an extended day. You know, it sort of uh, morphed from lunch into into dinner. So that was, I think, as good as it gets these days. Um, <laughs> but then the following day i sort of managed which is really quite a thing i think at our stage in life to sort of carry on as if we were kids or teenagers or some some sort of younger part of life um yeah i went out with a group of friends in the evening uh into the city and um it's really funny actually because i i've never well i've been i've been gone for so many years in different countries and really being at home was kind of a I mean, after the pandemic, obviously, because we couldn't do anything during that time. So this has been the first proper year, I guess, of any kind of normal stroke sort of life. Um, and this year, we went out into the city, which, to be perfectly honest with you, even on even during the time I was growing up, it really wasn't the most dynamic of cities. Um, when I'm talking about Birmingham, um, really. It it was one of those cities, it's very strange that, I remember growing up um, when we had little, I think it was like youth groups and and people from different parts of the country would sort of get together, usually in London, and we would all get into our gangs from different parts of the the country. And I always used to think that the people from London, Liverpool, Manchester, Glasgow, for sure, they always had so much more passion and uh, enthusiasm for their city. Birmingham was always this kind of like morphed, gray sort of indiscriminate type of representation. It never really was one thing or the other. And it's always seen that way. Um, and I've been to, well, I think it's well over 40 countries now. Um, so quite a lot of places I've seen. So Birmingham is a kind of, it's like coming home, but it's not in some ways because I've been away for so long. But, Uh, Anyway, to cut a long, long story short, I I went out into the inner city with some friends and, um, yeah, lots of new dynamic things, you know, have come out of the, well, from out of wherever they've come, they've arrived, lots of interesting Mm -hmm. concepts and themes and bars, clubs, and they've opened up the canals now, so it makes it a little bit more interesting, a little bit more peaky, blind-alike, you know, Uh, which (laughs) adds a little bit of a... Uh, you know, twist to it. Um, so they have started to create something in the city. But I think what we were talking about before we went, uh, we recorded this, was how we felt or feel going out at this stage in life mm-hmm. now, um, post pandemic, post sort of many things, sort of weird and wonderful things going on in the world. Um, but, but the one thing that is a constant, <laughs> irrespective of of all of those external factors is you cannot change the people. <laughs> they are yeah, safe. that's true. And, and, and well, it, yeah, you say that, but you, you don't live, you live in sort of Kent and I suppose London, going out to London is a different thing because it's so cosmopolitan and, and, and it, mm. it's different. Birmingham, it's it, it, very different kind of vibe. And um, the main drinking area which is broad street they've kind of merged that with with gas street broad street a few sort of around the canal area they've developed it into a lot of lot of things going on but as i said irrespective of all the wind wonderful themes they come up with it's just so goddamn rough it is so rough i mean you see images on youtube of people in newcastle you know all the women and the guys sort of you know semi-naked like slosh game sloshed and blitzed and lying on the street semi-conscious and whatever it i wouldn't say birmingham's that radical but it's Mm -hmm. going on those those levels and and i and i just found myself wandering around there like seeing people like throwing themselves out onto the streets and people like you know doubled up you know it's just Non-stop, and I was thinking to myself two things. One, this place has not evolved in terms of people over all this time. And two, for a a world, let alone a a city that is apparently going through economic, you know, hardship, recession, God knows what we're going through. People still find the money to go out and get absolutely tanked up. Mm -hmm. Uh, Whether that's to blitz out the thought of what's going on in their life or just (laughs) because it's just another day in paradise. I don't know, but we were just like the group of us. We are just sort of casually walking on the, you know, the pavement on the sidewalk, walking along, you know, minding our own business. And so the next thing, someone come hurling out in front of you, you're like, holy shit, what is going on? You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And maybe as a am not as tolerant as I was a few years ago, but still, it, 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 is, it is sort of amazing. It's an amazing situation, but anyway, long and short of it, we had a very good night. We managed to avoid those sort of spots, and we went out and uh, yeah, had some laughs and some giggles and enjoyed ourselves in general. But uh, you do see a lot of bodies lying along the way, you know. <laughs> yeah,
0: it is strange. I've hurt. noticed it, and um, yeah, as, as I'm getting older, um, first of all, I can't have that sort of night. I, I can't physically do it anymore. Really, I I remember going out for a load of beers and a lot of my mates would drink eight pints or something. And I just couldn't carry that. I was, I, I reached a point I was full after four. So I'm a bit of a lightweight in that respect. I, I can drink wine like it's coming out of my, coming out of a tap, but but not beer. But it is funny. You're right with the, you've got the cost of living crisis on one hand, but you've got all these full bars uh, and experiences none of which are cheap and going to a pub unless you're going to Weatherspoons, it's not a cheap experience it's not like when I was 20 I could go out with 20 quid in my pocket and I'd come home with change but that's, well, that's yeah, too yeah of
1: course I mean pound. yeah I mean that's an extreme I mean that's sort of inflation built into that I mean a lot of years yeah. have gone by since then that I mean I don't think we should measure <laughs> it on that basis but don't tell but, anyone but more <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm only 25. But more, more. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, of course. But more on the, <laughs> on just the change in people and behavior yeah. it just hasn't, Yeah, it hasn't changed. And uh, yeah, uh, drinking wise, I don't think I feel the need to be in any form of competition. But um, it was just, that's what basically happened. That's how it transpired. We went into the city and, and I, you know, I like city life. I really do. Um, but it does seem that, while all businesses are sort of crashing on their knees and they were saying like, for example, a lot of the hospitality industry has really been hit, going into sort of the inner city, I was just wandering around like the scale of some of these bars, clubs, theatres, um, vast. And also a lot, this is another thing, a lot of former banks and finance houses, insurance companies have all disappeared and they've been taken over by these themed bars and restaurants which i find yeah. unbelievable because i'd have thought the one business you know financial crisis or not would be a bank that i was kind of almost yeah. thinking to myself there'd be nothing left other than banks because they're the only businesses that can afford to pay the bloody rent yeah but they're the it's ones really that are gone and instead and in their place you've got all these themed bars and restaurants which mm it's kind of just a mixed message. You know, we're getting all this message saying that businesses are, you know, small and independent and creative development, developing companies are going out. They can't maintain, you know, the costs. And meanwhile, from what I've seen, the banks are the ones that have got the hell out of the city and income, these sort of theme bars, restaurants, yeah uh, etc. And uh, people are queuing, flocking in as if it was a, you know, it was free. It was on the house or something. It's yeah. incredible.
0: Now, we've got a few in Maidstone I've, that, are, that are old banks and they're lovely buildings, beautiful inside. And it's nice to be able to go in uh, and have a wander around. We've also got um, uh, the Opera House in Tunbridge Wells is a Weatherspoon, And that used to be a bingo hall. And you weren't allowed in there unless you were in oh. your oh. 60s. Um, previously, it was an opera house. It was a proper theatre. Then it closed, became a bingo hall. But then Weatherspoons took it over. And much as I um, didn't want the like the idea of it becoming a pub, actually they've restored it to its former glory. You can do tours around the dressing rooms and stuff. You can sit in the boxes and have a drink. And they do still put on performances there. So it's although oh, it's okay. an everyday regular pub, there's still they couple of times a year they'll put on an opera so it's it actually has opened it up to the community in that sense you can go and have a look at the history and the splendor of it so in that respect you're whacking down a few
1: gin and tonic
0: indeed and in there it's a bit cheaper but um i wonder a lot of these places they're having to do something aren't they to get people in so they're having to create an experience because wasn't there there was somewhere you said there was a queue outside
1: yeah I was going to tell you, there's a, a, a really appeals to me, to be honest with you. They've got a I'm not going to use the name. I mean, we're not marketing other businesses, but there's this <laughs> kind of German beer garden concept in the middle of the city. Now, I used to live in Budapest where there were lots and lots of beer gardens and lots of really very creative concepts where former, you know, buildings have been re, re, renovated, regenerated, you know, or, or left idle and created people who to put together and created a garden concept. And so there's lots of these gardens, which are really good. I mean, and you feel like they're pretty, pretty cool. Um, Birmingham's starting to develop a few of those, I have to have to say. But in the city, they had this German kind of beer keller concept with a, a type of German, German burlesque sort of Moulin Rouge concept where they've got you know they've got the actual brewery concept going on, but at the same time they've got dancing entertainment. They've got you know women dressed as um, oh yeah
0: with the Lederhosen
1: <sighs> Yeah, and they've got those girls sort of serving huge signs of beer and everything. I mean, yeah. I've been to, I've been to Munich Beer Festival and it wasn't you know I mean I didn't actually go in, but I sort of peered in it looked like you know not a million miles away from that. Um, yeah. And they've got an outdoor version of that as well. All, with all lighting and everything really really very nice and very atmospheric and people were queuing 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 around the blocks to get in there uh yeah it was i, I we didn't go i mean to be honest with you i suppose you'd have to do that go earlier or book in advance but i mean it was
0: rammed absolutely rammed um yeah it's so, interesting yeah. people would still queue up for places i suppose it's it's the experience that you're after um and and I suppose it's all a lot of these things are front loaded, a bit like a Hollywood film.
1: A bit like the German wait, waitresses. They were a bit front loaded as well. I can tell
0: you. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Is that a beer in your hand or are you just pleased to see me? That doesn't really work. No, not really. Not in this. <laughs> concept, yeah. no. Is it a city? Is it a city thing? I remember going. I did a job in Sunderland many years ago was at the Sunderland Theatre, Empire Theatre, and we all went out afterwards. And um, it was in February, freezing cold. And it's it's colder in Sunderland than, than anywhere else anyway. But everyone, men and women, were wearing next to nothing. I mean, the, the boys were out in short T-shirts. And, uh, the, you know, you don't, nobody seems to wear socks anymore either and lights their trousers halfway up their ankles. So that, which is a strange look in my head. Um, but obviously the women were also wearing a belt, and very little else and I I was sitting I was freezing but maybe that's you're not not built for those parts Zach. you're not made you're not made of the same stuff
1: I think I think a lot of these people uh this is what they're kind of it's in their culture you know uh very cold and uh but I don't know maybe their their blood's cold their bodies are warm I don't know Or their blood's warm and their I don't know, but it does. Yeah. they do tend to uh, de-derobe quite quickly up there, don't they?
0: <laughs> they do. Yeah, it's like the clothes are an inconvenience. <laughs> Get them off quick. I remember um, uh, Billy Connolly saying when he used to go on holiday that he uh, he would the two weeks on the beach would make him white because he, as a Scotsman, he would turn up blue because he was so cold, and then by by the end of the two weeks, I'd I'd go turn up red, but he would be white it's an interesting thing it's because you don't do you see it in london well, i suppose in london there's lots of experience
1: bars it's a different and... thing london london's a different different environment it's you've got little villages within a bigger city yeah. and they all spin off each other and they've got different vibes different things going on um it's these are the provincial cities i think they they have smaller areas smaller expanses and they yeah. expand out um but anyway, I think be as it may, it was just um, it was g- good to go out and get a and probably get a bit of clarity on the fact that despite the fact that I've been away for a long time, yeah. coming back, you know, you can change the outlook as much as you want, but people are pretty much doing what they were doing when I was growing up. It's, uh, it's kind of yeah, maybe it's there's a moral overview on that in terms of mankind in general anyway, but um,
0: yeah, yeah. I think it's interesting that I've, I've noticed it with some people when I've been looking on Facebook, people that I used to know how some people change a lot throughout their lives and go on to new experiences and do lots of other things. But a lot of people Uh, stay in the same town all their life or the same city the same area do the same things they've always done Um, and it must be interesting from your perspective having been away and come back have you noticed that there there are a lot of people that you knew 20, 30 years ago that are still doing the same thing?
1: Well not that I know so much but uh, because a lot of people that I was growing up with and friendly with have all moved away pretty much anyway Um, but When I do go, let's say to the the pool or maybe a community area and meet people I've seen a few times, we have a chit chat, you know, as you do, and they are the people that have been in the same place for, you know, years and years and years. And it's very interesting. What I find an interesting angle on this is that their lives haven't outwardly changed. In other words, they probably still got the same job doing the same thing, same relationship, probably. I mean, I'm just assuming this. Um, Meanwhile, the world has turned upside down. And a lot of the things that were relevant once upon a time are no longer relevant. Um, And I think that's probably the interesting uh, dynamic here is that I've been away, seen lots of different things, done lots of different things, adapted to the changes, come back... For those of you who are listening probably for the first time or um, aren't really aware of the, what I'm talking about being away, I, I wasn't in prison, yeah. <laughs> I, I was working overseas and I actually lived, um, I moved from London to Budapest and I was there for about 18 years, um, living, working, married, children. And then I moved over to, to Asia, I went over to China and other places around the area, but predominantly in China. And came back, is it now 2019 to for a family visit <clears> to <throat> see, see my parents, I haven't seen for years, came back, and that's when the pandemic kicked in. So I was probably very lucky to be back on this side of the planet rather than over in China at the time, anyway. Um, so I'm now spent the last two years, like we all did online, so I could have been anywhere in the world to a certain point. And then the last year or so re-emerging back into mm. UK life. Um, so for me, I, I spent you know a long time adapting to other cultures, other climates, other environments. Now I'm doing that back at home again, in a world that really I left so many years ago. Um, and so I can quite see it from a completely different perspective, what it's like here, and maybe, um, this is kind of an interesting thing that can be developed. And certainly if any of you are interested or would like to share some of your own story or experiences on that kind of front, you can, as as you can see on the video anyway, uh, email us at markandzachintro at gmail. And you can also watch this clip or listen and watch on our YouTube uh, page, which Zach will put up in a minute yeah youtube.com mark and Zach are out which i find a very strange uh, address but anyway um being out is definitely what we've been talking about in terms of socializing and um and and how different things are whilst trying or appearing to remain the same prior to the pandemic which and and other factors that have happened it's very, very strange. I think
0: it is the the world is very different now. Um, I find that talking to people as well. I've talk, spoken to people this weekend that um, the pandemic has put a lot of things on hold for almost two years. You had these plans you wanted to, you know, things you wanted to achieve, goals to get to, and it had to go on pause for a couple of years, more or less. Um, and we're all sort of. I mean, for me, it feels like I've lost two years. Um, I feel. Like I won't, um, you'll never get them back, because I should be further ahead in the game, so to speak. And I, I think, I think a lot of people have felt that they've not, you know, their their job prospects or something, or they wanted to change jobs or things like that, and then um, it's had to be put on hold. Um, I,
1: I don't agree, actually, Zach. I would definitely throw something back at you. I think a lot of people have made those changes. That's the time that they during the pandemic, either they had to or they chose to. And that's what I've seen since I've come back. A lot of people who were doing traditional professional jobs of some shape or another said, no, now I've got used to being at home working online and now I'm going to set up a business or do something else or not go back in again. Uh, So I think, no, I I disagree. I think a lot of people have made huge changes during that time. And um,
0: it is true; it's given them time for reflection.
1: Well, in the statistics, I think you find that a lot of people didn't go back in, and I find myself doing exactly the opposite mm. and going back in, which is something I like. When I mean back in, I mean commuting and going into the city and stuff. And this is something I haven't done for well a long, long, long time. So it's a kind of novelty for me in some respects, but I do look at people on the train and look at their faces and some of these uh, people are, you know, they're trying to, um, you know, people that have had to come back into it again, but also youngsters like, you know, 18 to 30-year-olds going in to work again in this new world that is sort of rapidly emerging. It's mm-hmm. kind of an interesting thing to see.
0: We're kind of in the in this process of evolution, I think there's some, there's some changes happening um, around the world and in societies and uh, we're kind of, we're living through it. It's, it seems to be quite a painful process at times um, with regards to, I mean, there's a lot of division and especially in the UK, there's a lot of division and, and aggression around, I find. Um, but uh Maybe it's the end of an old world and the beginning of a new world, and we're yeah. Coming... But I mean,
1: the world is always constantly evolving, Zach. It doesn't sort of stop and start. I mean, it's always. But we are moving definitely into a a radically different time, mm. and we're trying. a lot of people, including the government, are holding us onto this sort of idea of us being a standard, traditional shape. When actually, that shape is we've, is yeah, changing. It, it is
0: changing for sure. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. It, it certainly has. And uh please let us know your thoughts on uh, on any of this that we've discussed today as Mark has said, you can email um, Mark and Zach at gmail.com or you can comment on our Facebook or not not Facebook on our YouTube page comment on our YouTube page uh, Mark and Zach are out and we'd love to hear from you um, about anything you've experienced or changes that you're going through
1: and do feel free to subscribe to Either the YouTube channel, and then you get your feeds coming into you regularly, and or on our well, any of the platforms that you might like listening to um, on podcasts, we're we're available on at all major platforms. Uh, we are Apple, Spotify, uh, Amazon, you name it. We're there. Um, we always enjoy your uh, company. And love to hear from you if you've got any thoughts or, or views or any even ideas for a new um, topic. We are open and happy to hear from you. Um, so today, really, we just thought we would talk about the idea of looking at, I suppose, going out from a different perspective, um, and would love to hear from your, you know, from you whether you're living in the UK or or in other city or another country and other cities in the uk or another country and cities from whichever country your your base and what it's like for you um when you go out so we'd love to hear from you
0: indeed we would and uh, it's been a wonderful chat as ever hope you've enjoyed yourselves as well please give us a like and a thumbs up and uh, we shall see you next time for another episode so uh it's a goodbye from me this time
1: <laughs> and it's and a, a goodbye, goodbye from him